0: Good evening, everyone. We have with us in the studio tonight, Pastor Terry Ball from Castle Rock Baptist Church. How
1: are you, Terry? Very good, Joel. How are you this evening?
0: It's sure. I'm doing great, and it's 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 really been good having you uh, here this uh, last week. We, we talked about some things about your church and about your philosophy of ministry, a focus on expository preaching, and tonight we want to focus on missions, particularly missions in Russia and, and missions in Belarus. Uh, tell us a little bit about Belarus now. Belarus, I looked on the map this morning, and it's east of Poland, west of Ukraine, and then it kind of touches on Russia on the northeast corner of it.
1: Correct. Kind of, it's, it's just north of uh, the Ukraine. Uh, oh, it's, it's north like, of the Ukraine. Right. It, okay. it is uh, um, between Poland and Russia proper. Pol- Poland okay. and okay. Russia okay. was under uh, when it was a socialist government. It was under Russian authority. Um became part of the uh breakaways uh-huh. uh, that 's what the Russians call them
0: they call them the breakaways right,
1: right. and um had started out with a democratic government and uh, has basically the guy has taken it over and is turning it into a dictatorship oh uh, yes. so the freedom that was mm. there seems to be slowly collapsing
0: now tell me a little bit about that because I know you had mentioned that to me that it was sort of like a Saddam.
1: The, the, I talked to some secular people in Russia and they described the prime minister of Belarus equal to Saddam Hussein. Hmm. And uh, I do know that um, the Russian Orthodox Church is causing him a lot of problems. And, or, and so basically what he's doing is legislating against the evangelicals on mm-hmm. um, um, houses of prayer. That's what we, you and I yes. would know as a church building. Yes. Um, and proselytizing uh they're against that um but you got to have at least 70 members to have a house of prayer if you don't have house 70 members then you can't have a house of prayer uh and you have to register and and all the rest of it so they're 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 bringing in a lot of laws that are just making it difficult right
0: yeah so evangelism they call proselytizing
1: right right
0: okay so you you're really not supposed to to share your faith, uh, you've got to get permission, I guess, to well, talk about Jesus.
1: Pretty much, that, that, that's it. And if uh, they feel like giving you permission, they'll give you permission. If they don't, they won't.
0: Well, this is going to be uh, exciting to talk about tonight. And uh, I want to mention I've been, I'm have been i talking tonight with uh, Pastor Terry Ball from Castle Rock Baptist Church. And uh, a lot of the information, or at least some of the information we're going to be talking about, will be uh, on their website if you'd like to Uh, Check them out at www.castlerockbaptistchurch.com. And also their phone number, if you have any questions, is 303-688-9041. And their service times on Sunday are uh, 1030 in the morning for their morning worship time, and Terry is the teacher for that. And he's going through 1 Corinthians, uh, the epistle of Paul to the 1 Corinthians. And then yours truly, Joel. Here I'm helping uh, Terry out. We're just kind of doing it as a team. And on Sunday nights, uh, I have been and will be teaching on the Epistle to the Romans. Well, Terry, let's let's talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, do you want to focus a little bit on Orel first or Belarus? Let's let's. Uh, Disciples. Um let's go with Orel. Okay, tell me about Orel and your trip and some some of the needs over there.
1: In the spring, uh, I had the privilege of um teaching in Orel uh, to strengthen pastors. Um the basically you have a city Orel is 350,000 people. Uh they have two churches. I mean there's a number number of Russian Orthodox churches, but Bible believing churches there's one on the north side of the town, one on the south side of the town.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I was in the one on the north side, uh, Transfiguration Baptist Church. I met a wonderful pastor and his family there, Valeri. Uh, And what we've started doing um, a year now is what we're calling the Antioch Initiative. And basically what we're doing is quarterly we go in and strengthen them um, by teaching, helping them with every aspect of ministry, whether it's children's church, whether it's uh, how is music and worship, Um, and they bring us the people that they have seen in their church that look to be called, that look to be gifted, that look to be bearing fruit, and then those, uh, we have a very intense week uh, that we invest in those precious souls. Mm.
0: Yeah, now the Southern Gospel, uh, not Southern Gospel, what am I talking about, SGA, (laughs) Slavic Gospel Association, Okay, Slavic so Gospel Association. Who's the the president of that?
1: Doctor uh, Bob Provost.
0: Provost, uh, are they? They're the ones that uh, have been sponsoring this Antioch Initiative, right? And the trip that you went over there to Armenia, correct? Ohio, correct. You were involved in, and I want to clarify: Does are they involved in in the Belarus projects? or Is that something yes, else? Yes, yes, they okay. are too. Okay, because I think there are also some some Baptist churches here in this, even in our state, that are involved in the project that. It looks like you're not going to, be able to make it, but you had been hoping to go over there to Belarus on a project, weren't you, in, in September? In
1: September, uh, they're having a pastor's conference where the pastors come together, and you help you teach them mm-hmm. um, from the Scriptures how to proclaim the Scriptures, basically.
0: Now, tell me about the Strategic Bible Institutes, then, how that ties in with that, because you said that this is where, the, I mean, you had given some really interesting uh, statistics there that... There are some 1,600 Bible preaching churches in Russia, and half of them do not have a pastor. And uh, I mean, they're, this is this is amazing. And is it 90 percent of the towns, villages, and, and cities in Russia uh, do not have a gospel witness?
1: None whatsoever. None whatsoever.
0: So I mean, this is.
1: I spoke to a brother who was saved <clears throat> under communism. And uh-huh. basically what had happened is communists had been effective in this manner that very few people had a complete Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to a pastor who literally for uh, 20-some years all he had was the Gospel of Luke. Mm-hmm. And that's what he preached. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I bet he's good at Luke. Yes. Um, but he said basically when I was talking to this gentleman, his comment to me was is that when freedom came, the evangelical church really didn't have a message because they didn't have the whole message. Uh, Uh And uh, so we've kind of plugged into that since uh, the collapse of communism uh, and are trying to strengthen um, the men and women, many of them who were saved under communism. Many of them have come to salvation since the collapse of communism. Uh And what happens is, is that the church identifies the people. And if we find a man who is called and And it's a a huge criteria to to be a part of an s b i We take that man for nine months, we take care of his living expenses, we take care of feeding him if mm-hmm. his family we'll, we'll give him mm-hmm. some money for to support his family, and we plug him in for nine months, similar to a school year starts in september, and at a cost of about eighteen hundred dollars a pastor and we train these pastors in biblical exposition eighteen
0: hundred dollars for a whole uh Year, basically, nine months. Whole year, nine months. Nine months where they can uh, learn the Word of God. Wouldn't that be a wonderful investment for some believers and even those listening to our broadcast?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. See, here we've kind of got a—I'm not sure how it's working, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. There in the church, you learn theology, Uh okay? Um, Then you come to a strategic Bible institute— And that's where we give you the nuts and bolts of how to study it yourself. Uh, How does prayer play into your private studies? Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you proclaim this? Mm -hmm. Uh, What is it when, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones, when the unction comes? Yes. Okay, when the Spirit is taking and leading you. Uh Um, And that's what we deal with in the nine months. Most of the men that we deal with have a good... Um, theological background and foundation, and we sort of just help them connect the dots. Mm -hmm. So if
0: a pastor's listened to us and and wants to spend, uh, let's say, just within the metro area and would like to spend a month over there uh, teaching the Word, uh, this would be a great opportunity for him. Absolutely. And that the church could sponsor him and pay his airfare and get him over there and back and so Absolutely. And
1: you've done this, and you want to do it more, don't you? I'm, yeah, I do. And okay. what is nice is, as uh, we discussed last Sunday night, um, I'm not formally educated, mm-hmm. but neither are these men. Sure. And yet, yeah. I plug in wonderfully to, with these guys. Yeah. And I think that if you have a heart for the strength of, of discipling, I mean, the Great Commission is not making converts. Mm-hmm. The Great Commission is to make disciples. That's right. And, That's right. you know, each of us, whether you're a pastor or a layman, um, uh, whether you're new in christ or you're just coming to christ whatever it is it is your responsibility and my responsibility to show ourselves workers mm-hmm. diligently yes. rightly dividing truth
0: right you know the other thing that i think the identification is that that you've experienced by vocational ministry and these are guys uh, that have been out there and, and happened to feed their families and and learn trades and do things like that and uh, they can identify with you, but you get some of these seminary grads, and they go from college to seminary, and the only jobs they ever held was maybe just summer jobs while they were in school. And I think that that's a tremendous—because it's so practical. It's not some some erudite scholar up telling people how to live the Christian life. It's somebody who's been out in the trenches. Correct. Who's actually fought the battle of life. And you can identify with these folks, can't you? Because Absolutely. Because it has been part of how you were saved and how you were discipled and— you were involved in construction work and all this sort of thing, and wow, that's that's really a point of identification that's really exciting.
1: And, and, and it's I've, even if you're a seminary grad, uh-huh. um, you need to go see what it's like. Yes, um, where is God working? And and one of the doors that has been presented to us as a fellowship is is the lands of Russia, uh-huh. uh, and you know we're involved in some other places in Burma. Uh, with some American ministries and things like that, mm-hmm. but I see uh, the Lord said it: the the fields are white for harvest. Well, Pastor Pastor Ter- Terry's church is involved uh,
0: in missions in Belarus. Uh, they have nine churches that they're assisting, uh, helping the pastor with his uh, needs, and uh, this is this is extremely exciting, Pastor Terry. I want to ask you this: uh, can you tell me about this uh, Orwell Russia project that? Is something that a pastor i think his name is valeri had written to you and you had been there and had seen the situation tell us about that because we want to see god's people come alongside in this particular project
1: uh, uh a little city a little town about ten thousand people zimka is how it's said in russia it means the snake city and wow and i don't know what that means but Mm. uh a lady there had heard the gospel preached and offered her house a a house that she had next to hers her farmhouse Mm -hmm. that if this church wanted to preach that they could preach and it's very small i mean Mm -hmm. uh 900 square feet maybe Mm -hmm. uh and in the 900 square feet you had a kitchen and and the place that they were meeting anyway during the proclamation of the gospel the lady became saved Mm -hmm. and this pastor came out of Orel where i was teaching uh, out of Valerie's church, mm-hmm. and I just had this letter that I received, and they had 57 kids baptized just mm-hmm. last month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, while I was out there, I noticed that they had built a room on to the side of it, but they had not finished it, they just had the exterior walls. And they needed to get a roof on it, and they needed to get house and the interior done and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we tossed it around, and nothing really became of it. I received this letter just a few days ago on the 5th of this month, Uh and he said for $4,000... Uh, then they can put, finish this classroom, they can finish this, uh, basically doubling the size of this house. They call it a house of prayer. Yes, And, um, Mm. you know, I preached there. It started out, I think, with six very elderly people who had come to salvation. They're all under pensions, uh, some kind of government subsidies. Mm. And yet now God, literally there was, gospel had never been named in this town, Mm. ever. Mm. And here all of a sudden God's drawing souls. And and uh, one of the pastors who have been through a Strategic Bible Institute, he's bivocational, and uh, he's part of what we're doing in Orel, the strengthening and and encouraging uh, and the Antioch Initiative, mm-hmm. uh, and all of this is coming together. And you just see the fruit. You watch God's hand in it. Mm. Um, I see God doing things that men can't take credit for. Sure. Um, you understand our church? We're very small. Uh, and I mean very small. I yes. think we run about 25 or 30 people on a Sunday morning. Yes. Uh, yet we have nine churches that we take care of that, we, that God has allowed us the privilege to be involved with in Belarus. He's allowed us to be involved with this Antioch initiative. He's allowed us to be involved with teaching of pastors through strategic Bible institutes. Yes. Uh, and it doesn't count what we're doing in our own community. Mm-hmm. And yet... We can tell you, and anybody in our fellowship will tell you, we didn't do this. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any ability to do this. No. We still don't have an ability to do yes. this. And yet God continues to provide.
0: Well, let, let me ask you this. Then, If a if, uh, certain person out there, just God touches their heart, and they said, well, I want to give a $1,000 toward this uh, Belarus, uh, or rather not the Belarus one, but the, the this church plant out of Orel, uh, Zinfka, I think you, you'd call it the town, could they, could they send a donation to your church designated for the Orel Project? How would they designate that?
1: Um, if if you wanted to help teach a pastor, just make a note that it's for Russia. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to be involved in Zimka and mm-hmm. help build this house of prayer, put a new roof on this, and right. build this room right. addition, uh, then I'd ask that you put on their Antioch Initiative.
0: Okay, so Antioch Initiative for if they want to... Uh, help put the roof on this house of prayer correct this expansion of this okay so that that's uh couple of, of things here and you can always call uh, the phone number there is 303-688-9041 castle rock baptist church 303-688-9041 well uh so we've been, we've been talking about this Zinfka project, uh, which is the most immediate thing that came to your attention. Uh, we're talking about the uh, Strategic Bible Institutes. Uh, how, how would you love to be, if, if resources were no problem to Terry Ball, and he just had availability of kind of making a wish, you know, rubbing the, the genie bottle there and just saying, okay, what would you wish, what would you love to do yourself as far as your involvement You've been over there to Orel. You've been over there and uh, gotten acquainted with some of these pastors. What would you love to do if, if if you had the resources?
1: I believe I want to see my Lord and my Savior glorified beyond man's comprehension. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would happen. You know, I've already been over there. I know what it's like. Um, you you feel for the people. Our fellowship has been involved in what God's doing in these this land uh since the collapse of communism um it is seeking god's face instead of his hand mm-hmm. okay if i seek his face then i know where he's at and what he's doing yes instead of saying i'd like to go do this lord would you help me sure uh we have sought him and he has opened the doors for us mm-hmm. i would like to see more people who believe that the, in the authority of scripture be involved and Mm -hmm. i'm not talking necessarily about pastors or seminary students i'm Uh talking about the average joe i'm talking about people who love the lord with all their heart soul mind and and strength and i would like to see them be involved i would like to see them uh if they want to partner with me and Mm -hmm. uh, in our fellowship if they want to partner with slavic gospel association um, that would be fine but we have a door that is open. Right. Um, I see the door starting to close now in Belarus. Yes. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to stay open. Yeah. But I, I'm not talking about sending American gimmicks. Yes. Okay, methods. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the authority of Scripture in the power of the living God and that the only glory that can be seen is God's glory mm-hmm. and that man can take no credit for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I think about that, that is the passion of my soul. Mm-hmm. I want to see lives changed by Jesus Christ, not mm-hmm. by behavior modification. Mm-hmm. And the only way I know to do that is the power of the Holy Spirit with the authority of the Scriptures. Right.
0: Well, then then you're not desiring necessarily to be a world traveler and all this sort of thing, but you'd love to be a resource and... A, kind of a set of poor people who want to call you and talk with you and interact with you and maybe come by the church and visit with you and kind of rub shoulders a little bit with this man who has a passion for missions and a passion for the Word of God being teached and proclaimed and preached in a way that gives honor to the king and uh, not these little sort of uh, sermon lights that we tend to get over here. But the thing in about Russia, they've gone through suffering and they're they're, they're not very rich. They don't have a lot of money. And that's the thing that they're just ready, aren't they, for, the, for, for really the nuts and bolts and discipline of, of learning the Word of God and proclaiming the, well, the truth of God.
1: Their comment to me was that they pray for us. They believe that we're under greater persecution than they were under communism. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's a fascinating. And I said, yeah. can you explain that? And he says, here in Russia, Christ is life. He says, you in America, you add Christ to your life. Oh, oh, my. And um, that's
0: quite a statement.
1: And and, and I see that everywhere. Yeah. Um, I see people who literally think they're going to build the church. Mm. And I was convinced that Christ said he was going to do that. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I see that. And when I think of the church, I don't think about our local fellowship. I think about the body of believers mm. that exists globally. And where is God working? And let us plug in. And be a part of what God is doing.
0: You know, I, I'm, I'm just thrilled with the possibilities that God could do, get a hold of lay, laymen and laywomen, uh, men and women of God, who are just common, ordinary people that attend churches, they're sitting in the pew and they're tithing, and they're, uh, but they're, they just just come alive with the, with the Word of God and the commission they have as leaders, because really it's, we're talking about not clergy and laity, We're talking about we're all part of the
1: priesthood of God, aren't we? Correct, correct. Um, Paul's comment in 1 Thessalonians was, is that we have been approved by God for the ministry of the gospel, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, That word approved means that you're qualified, you're ready, Mm -hmm. okay? And it is through our trials, our situation, that God approves us. And and if he doesn't approve you, I don't care what degree you've got. But if he approves you, Mm -hmm. what can stop you? And and it doesn't matter whether you're a businessman, it doesn't matter if you're a housewife, It does, I don't care what you're doing, I don't care if you're retired, I don't care if you want to be retired, I don't care if you're young, if you're old, if God has approved you, what's stopping you?
0: Yeah. Now, what is that verse again? A study to those, who show thyself approved unto God. Is that the, the verse you're talking about?
1: Okay, there, there's that's another one. All right, that's another one. But now, the one in first, of yeah, the one in First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians is a, chapter one. He says, yeah. "You know by our lives that we are approved by God to minister the gospel." OK, okay. Um, and then the
0: other one has more to do with uh, just the scriptures and uh, absolutely being approved under God, I've
1: approved under God, a worker who does not be ashamed, rightly, rightly dividing, dividing the word of truth. Word of truth. That's out of second Timothy. Yeah. And then you, the one that I taught just a few weeks ago out of first Corinthians 11, mm-hmm. he says that there is divisions among you. There is mm-hmm. factions among you. And the reason is, is that those who are approved of God will become evident to all men. Okay, folks. Uh, this is
0: this is awesome. We've had a wonderful time with the Pastor Terry Ball of Castle Rock Baptist Church, and uh, pull them off the web there, if you will. Uh, www.castlerockbaptistchurch.com, and you'll just uh, you'll enjoy being able to review that site. Well, Terry, it's been wonderful having you with us. Good night.
1: Good night.